Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Midweek, and we're about to uh, start paying your bills as we do on the 10s. And tomorrow we pay bills all day long here at Kiss FM. So it's also World Teacher's Day. World Teacher's Day. Teaching is a full-time job. Is a full-time job around the clock. Yeah. You think about it. And many teachers are like counselors family advisors you know Mm -hmm. to their students so national world teachers day and it's also national pumpkin seed day now why does that strike me because my protein powder that i found i don't like whey in my protein powder okay whey gives me exactly what tanya gets Mm -hmm. bad gas whey w-h-e-y it doesn't do good on my stomach and I don't like sugar. I don't like sweetener in my protein shakes. Man, you're all just a bunch of sensitive, gassy bunch, aren't you? Mm-hmm. It's tough. <laughs> Try walking in these shoes. I mean, Tell me between about you two, geez, can't take well, you anywhere. The reason I bring it up is I found a just pumpkin seed protein powder. Good One ingredient, pumpkin seed. I don't believe it. That's Show it. me. Uh, what's the name of it? Google my pumpkin seed protein powder. Should be in an orange and white bag. Pumpkin seed protein powder. Anyway, not anything in it but the one ingredient, pumpkin seed. And it's How do you, so then you just put it in your shake or whatever? So what I do is I put it in my almond milk okay. and I shake it up and then I've got, it's, yeah, that's it. It's, Sprout it's from Sprout Living. Oh. Sprout Living pumpkin seed. Hmm. You should do a video. I enjoyed your olive oil video. Hey, Alvarez, let's do a pumpkin uh, protein video. Yeah. Uh, why? One ingredient. You know, I'm always looking for things that have less yeah, ingredients. Yeah, you should be the one ingredient guy. <laughs> that uh, should be your I, one in, I should do. I should be <laughs> down to one. I should be yeah. the one ingredient guy. I found that what, there's a tomato paste from uh, this woman named Maria. Just remind just me. Tomatoes? One ingredient: tomatoes. 
I found baby food that just had one ingredient. The best beech nut. Just I've been trying to find dog food with just one ingredient. Do you know how hard that is for dog food? You can call it one ingredient, but maybe there's two ingredients. You know what I mean? But basically it boils down to the one main ingredient, not all the (laughs) additives. How hard what, Tanya? How hard it is to find like one or two ingredient dog food. It's been impossible. She literally just eats dehydrated sweet potatoes. Just food for dogs. That's the brand we use. A lot of ingredients in there, but. Did you look up just food for dogs? Yes. Have you seen Georgia? I have no judgment. I okay, just, I'm just telling you. Wow, like, she's a beauty queen. Wow, oh my God. Have she's a beauty queen. Georgia? Oh my God. <laughs> so, so my dog is just very sensitive stomach like me. So I just need like minimal, just minimal things. Have you tried the farmer's dog? Yes. Not lot, there's a lot of ingredients in there too. But well, yeah, I like it. Food. I use, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I basically want to eat Georgia's just food for dogs. Mm-hmm. It's rice, carrots, peas, and mm-hmm. like meat. Mm-hmm. Looks like a great stir fry, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, the battle. I right would now. put some olive I oil cannot on it. like handle the dog battle. Right now. <laughs> no, I mean, ever since she got a boyfriend and a dog, it's my 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 my. Ay ay ay. It's Tiny's my FM my FM my FM all the time. <laughs> he went up the other day, but. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you know, when Mariana we retire, you're going to go over there about... to my FM and talk Mariana about Mariana was my, trying my, my, to my, tell my. us about Bad Buddy and how she went by herself. She was like, what did you say? Marin Morris went to a No, Haley yeah. Beaver yeah. went to a yeah. yeah. Mariana comes in to talk about how she went to go see Bad Buddy by herself. And like, well, my friend Haley Beaver went to go see I Marin Morris. I didn't say Morris. my friend. Haley Beaver. I said Haley I, Beaver you know did. I think my FM's calling, looking for some money. <laughs> Yesterday, we were talking about flipping texts to people. Mm-hmm. And Tanya said, no one says that. And <laughs> I said, okay, well, what do you do? Like, do you, do, you, do you flip an email? I'll flip you an email. Tanya's not saying much today. You say my, my, lob. My, 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 my. You always say lob. Lob a text. Yeah, lob. I say lob? Tanya does. Yeah. Well, lob, what's the difference in flip and lob? Honestly, yeah, fair question. Like, lob sounds worse than flip. I'm <laughs> going to lob, lob it over the net. To what lob. is a lob? It's a slow rollover. <laughs> but, Sydney, you had to suck a text back that you flipped? You know how there's that new feature now with the update? Oh, yeah. I used it for the first time, like, in an emergency mode. So what happened? So I'm on the couch, and I... You know, I always have my phone right by me and the kids just come up and they love to play with it and they, they know how to get to the camera feature and they take pictures and whatever. It usually doesn't really bother me, but I think because it was maybe already open, usually it's, if they're taking pictures, it's in lock mode. So I'm not worried about it. Like really nothing can happen. I guess it wasn't in lock mode. So Aza's sitting there and she's just snapping, snapping, snapping. I'm not thinking anything of it. <clears throat> I'm sitting there on the couch, like in a not very pleasant or flattering position and all of a sudden i hear the whoosh like a text message has been sent and it went and it went and i grab my phone and i see who she sent the message to oh, no. and it's to maxin's hip-hop instructor and i'm like oh my gosh what do i do and i used the feature and i sucked back the picture but you have to suck it back before they see it right so the teacher did not see it i, guess. I don't know if they saw it or not if they uh, didn't your do heart dropped, right? My heart dropped and I'm hoping they did not see I'm hoping they didn't see the picture, but it, it said for me on my end this picture has been deleted or whatever or been sucked back. And then that was it. How'd you even know to do that? Like I wouldn't even know how to do that. Because it's the new iOS feature everybody's talking about. Yeah. 
So how do you do it when you want to execute a <laughs> That's suck? That's what I'm asking. You hold the picture down, and then it gives you a little menu, and it says delete photo or edit your post or whatever. I'm always afraid that when I'm like sending a photo and the, I do a check check mark, I, you know when you get up your photos, you start hitting yeah. check to send a bunch at once? I'm always yeah. afraid that somehow I'm going to slide against the photo on the check that I don't want to go. Oh, it does. Oh. It deletes it. I know. Well, it deletes it. Like, so I thought, I'm like, okay, I'm in the clear, right? But that's only if they've done the update. If they haven't done the update, then I think it might have gone through to them. Mm. And then when I went on my computer, it's still on my iMessages on my computer. So I was like, oi. So I really don't know how, how accurate this is. <sighs> but I have seen the teacher since then, and I just, I literally act so awkward, and I don't know what to say. And that's I'm, why, you, do you go through and clean out your camera roll, too? Like, you got to go back every once in a while and clean it up. It's impossible. Because like, there's so much. There's just things on there that you don't want to mistakenly have to even suck up. I, I don't know that I have many of those, but it's just more like multiple repeat photos that we don't need. Yeah, right. What, what well, do you have on yours that you would not want sent mm, out? Me? Yeah, you. I'm asked every once in a while to capture a photo. Oh. From who? Oh, like... um. For what? Not, like your not body? Of, not of me. Oh. Um, okay. Why are you? Why are you so fidgety yeah, and like switching know. around in your because seat? Hasn't uh, Tanya? Haven't you asked your boyfriend to take a photo of you and like something? I'm sorry. What? No, I can't say that. <laughs> I have. He's, you've never said grab a picture of me in this dress. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. He's not a you, great photographer, so I just kind of usually ha- do it myself. So you do it yourself. Okay, fine. Yeah, you why do it yourself. Why do guys suck at taking pictures? I don't know. I like, don't know. I'm the worst. I have the best pictures of Michael with the kids. Like, it's literally like I should win medals and awards for my photography. And then, like, you see the pictures of him that he takes of me with the kids, and it's like, Because we don't yeah. even pay attention. We just kind of like, I know. Like, it's like a point, whole yeah. point, point and press. <laughs> You should hurl at Michael a text right now and just let him know, like, bad picture take. All of mine are framers, and his are like, blah, hurl. <laughs> Fling him a text. Here's your morning hack and your quote of the day. Uh, what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Most successful people go by this rule. They never start their day answering emails. Oh. Now, it's interesting because I often will set my alarm 30 minutes earlier to not answer emails at night so I can do them first thing in the morning. I prefer to have my coffee and then flip emails you know, out to people first thing in the morning all at once instead of doing it at night. I'm less stressed in the morning. I have a clearer mind in right, the morning. And, and the coffee kicks in. You're kind of in a good mood. Yeah, so. it feels nice. Is that what this hack says to do it in the morning? No, it says not to. It says oh. not to. No, it says don't. That's the thing. It says don't answer emails. Why? When you, when you start your day by checking your inbox, you put yourself into a reactive state, reacting to other people's requests instead of setting out to get your own things done. Yeah. Uh, work through the hard stuff early on and save the email tasks for lunch or later in the day. I just don't like sending stuff at the end of the day. No, and that's not how our jobs work. <laughs> we do a morning show. like We have to respond in the morning. It's true. Can you imagine if Mark emailed us at like 4 a.m. and we just were like, eh, we're not going to respond now, until lunch. Well, this, is the, this job <laughs> is not like that. I know. So when, I, when somebody heaves us an email, we have to like get back heaves. pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's your quote. Apply for that job. Date that person. Buy that plane ticket. Move to that city. Do- Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. 
Well, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen's split seems to loom large as Yahoo confirmed that she has hired a divorce lawyer. The longtime couple's relationship has been in turmoil since, you know, Tom unretired earlier this year. It's unclear if he has lawyered up as well. However, Page Six, which was first to report the news, claims that the seven-time Super Bowl champ has also found legal representation. That just makes me so sad for them. The centerpiece for Thanksgiving tables across the country will cost more than ever this holiday season. The American Farm Bureau Federation says families can expect to pay record high prices at the grocery store for turkey due to bird flu and inflation. Skinless turkey breasts reached a record high of $6.70 per pound in September, which was up 112% from 2021. So be prepared. And it seems like Elon Musk is once again buying Twitter. According to sources close to the negotiations, Musk is now willing to honor the original deal to acquire Twitter for $54.20 a share, valuing Twitter at $44 billion. This latest decision from Musk comes after the billionaire announced that he would buy the social media platform back in April and then proceeded to try to back out of the binding agreement in July. So we shall see if he follows through with this deal. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Now, the weekend is coming to L.A. He had to cancel. Remember he had to cancel his L.A. show? After just a few songs, he lost his voice. He rescheduled yeah. for Thanksgiving weekend. We got tickets. And now we're going to play the game. Where's the music? The game is called Weekend X or Someone We Elect. Weekend X or Someone We Elect. I prefer the match game, but we'll play this now. All right. The midterm elections are just a month away. So we'll give you a name. You tell us if it's someone the weekend used to date, an ex, or someone running for office in California, who you'll see on your ballot when it comes in the mail. Got to get three right before you get three wrong. The game is called Weekend X or Someone We Elect. Rolls off the tongue. So good morning, Veronica. You're our contestant, La Puente. How are you? Good on yourself. Good, thanks. You're going to play uh, this game, Weekend X or Someone We Elect, for tickets to go see The Weekend, okay? Okay. Here's the first one. Giovanna Ventura. Giovanna Ventura. Is that The Weekend's X or someone we might elect? Um, someone you might elect? That is... <laughs> one of The Weekend's X's. Spider holding hands in November 2017. Oh, but so long ago, Ryan. Sissony. Right? <laughs> Standards and practices. Mm. All right, next one. Mm. Angela Jacobs. Angela Jacobs. Is that a weekend X or someone we may elect? Mm. Did you say Angela Jacobs? Angela Jacobs, yes. The Angela Jacobs. Oh, well. Um, someone you might elect. What is it? Someone, Someone might you elect. might elect? Yes, correct. Thank you for typing that in. Yeah, I'm pretty loud over there. Hold on. One second, Ryan. Okay. Here we go. Next. <laughs> so, we got to get this. Here we go. Chantel Jeffries. Chantel Jeffries, a weekend ex or... Someone we may elect. 
The Weeknd's ex. Hey guys, this is bad. That is right, yeah. The Weeknd's ex. All right, now for the win. Shirley Weber. Shirley Weber. Uh, someone you might elect. <laughs> Hang on, I'm still typing it in. Ah, uh, yee! Yes, that's correct! Congratulations! You're going to see thank the weekend you. at SoFi Stadium, Veronica. Thank you for playing. Thank you, thank you. Weekend X or someone we elect. You have a good time at the show. Thank you. You're welcome. I think oh, the match game is a little bit more regulated, yeah, personally. But I do, too. Standards and practices. And they do make quieter keyboards these days. <laughs> she could have done her phone. I don't know. I pulled one out from the cabinet. That was an old keyboard that belonged I to know, an old I computer. I know. I was like, dude, I'm like, what keyboard are you using? You're going to fire off the songs. I know. I know. I know. I know. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Did you have a chance to look up Isaiah Garza? On TikTok, listen to this. Isaiah just walking up to a stranger. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, not too bad. How are yeah. you doing? I'm sorry to bother you. Um, oh. I've had a really, really rough day. I just wanted to see if you'd be willing to go to Disneyland with me today. Hey, that's great. <laughs> you really want take me? My gosh, I can't believe this. He walks up to uh, this elderly man and says, hey... Do you want to go to Disneyland today with me? Be my friend for the day and changes this man's life. And they're total strangers. How does it feel to be at Disneyland today? Oh my God, this is one of the best days of my life. I feel like I'm, I might be dreaming or something. <laughs> I thought my life was over. I'll remember this day for a long time. You don't know how much I appreciate this. So let me bring in Isaiah Garza. It's a very, very touching and compelling video to watch. Isaiah. Ryan, how are you, brother? Brother, I loved watching this video. You put an ad on Craigslist, right, saying that you wanted to make a senior citizen smile. And the caregiver for a 100-year-old guy, William Good, a World War II veteran, responded, huh? Oh. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, actually. Like, it literally was like a fake ad, like, literally. When she called me, I was like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. My name is Isaiah Garza, and I make these, like, videos, but you cannot tell him anything. And we set it all up without him knowing, and it, like, was literally, like, it was insane. Like, I can't believe it all worked out how it did, to be honest with you. No, the two of you guys go to Anaheim, and it's all captured on video. You can see it. And it's so moving because he got emotional about it being one of the best days of his life. Yeah, you know, it's. I feel like, Ryan, I feel like a lot of senior citizens get left out these days. Yeah. And he told me literally it was the best day of his life. And, like, oh, man, the other things he said that wasn't in the video, like, I cried probably, like, three or four times, like, during that day. Yeah. And you approached him in a park in Anaheim. And yeah. And what was it like to take him to Disneyland? Honestly, like, the best word is magical. Like, it, gets, mm -hmm. it goes with disney you know but it was like for me it was special because it felt like just like a genuine human connection and interaction and um it was also special because it was somebody who you could tell just really needed it like it was the right place the right time the right person and it was honestly magical for me it, it gave me more life honestly it was beautiful and by the way isaiah does this like um he gives cash to unsuspecting people yeah. 
Who've fallen yeah. on hard times, right? I do this full time. It's amazing. And how do you make your money? Mostly through brand deals. Like that's how I've made money is through brand deals. Um, but like any money I make, I usually just like give it back to the community or, or fundraise for people. I've probably raised over a million dollars in the last year for like homeless families or kids going through chemo treatment or, you know, stuff like that's that in amazing. the last year. That's amazing. And did you pitch Disney the idea of a senior citizens day at Disney? I did. I did pitch them. I had a meeting with Disney Parks a few days ago, and I did pitch that idea to them. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try. It's a great idea. Yeah. And, you know, like, grandkids, great-grandkids can take their family, their seniors. Right. It's like reverse role play. Yeah. I mean, how incredible would that be, like, a seniors day and, like, life changing. all these it would be amazing, you know, and start a trend, too, to take out other seniors, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you're a good man, Isaiah Garza. Check him out on TikTok, bro. Thanks for coming on and sharing the story. I appreciate you, Ryan. You guys take care. You take care, man. What a cool... Look at some of the stuff he's been doing. I know. That what video cool was shared dude. by everybody. So cool. So let me grab Jared in Van Nuys. Jared, good morning. How you doing, bro? Good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking. How can I help you? So check it. So we got a situation that's a little sticky. I was on my girlfriend's computer, right? And I found an Excel spreadsheet of every guy she has ever dated. Look, I understand that sometimes people, you know, keep, keep, keep a list of people who they've slept with or something. But Brian, the detail was insane. No. How many people were on the spreadsheet? Uh-huh. I, you know what? For, for the safety of her and others, I'm, I'm going to keep it, but I'll, I'll tell you it's in the two digits. It's in the high tens. High tens. High tens. High 20s? High tens. High tens. High, tens. high teens. High tens. Okay. High teens. Okay. Got it. So uh, what are the level of details mm. on the spreadsheet? Listen, we're talking first date, what they did, first kiss, where it was, when they hit each face. She rated each of them on kissing and on how they were in bed. And when the relationship ended, the last time that they heard from each other, look, Ryan, I'm telling you, it was crazy. But wait a minute. What's the difference between this and a, and a journal? I have this, but it's in journal form. Do you rate people oh, in bed? I don't rate them, but I have journals of my whole past before Michael. Listen, journal is one thing. A scientific spreadsheet is way too technical. That is so, off. Out does of she control. know that you found this? No, I, I was snooping and I was kind of minding her, her, her business. So well, Why were you snooping in the first place, yeah. Jared? It's one of those things. I stumbled upon it. I was just curious to see, you know, what it is. And then I stumbled upon it and I couldn't get my eyes off. I kept reading and, and seeing all these notes and it got so specific I had to stop. But it was crazy. At least I got a, an, a rating of eight for, you know, kissing and eight and a five in bed, which is not bad, but it wasn't the highest either. So mm. that also kind of makes here too and then it's like should i come should i confront her about this i mean i don't know it's gonna bother me but you know what i'm saying yeah i i I don't look i mean i don't know why she needs to keep it right if you guys are together why she need to keep a spreadsheet i mean can out like why is it on her desk (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like computer desktop i think whatever look i mean here's the thing I kind of blame you. You snoop. You, you you know, when you start snooping, like every time I think, oh, I'm going to snoop through someone's phone, I'm like, I don't want to snoop through someone's phone. Yeah, you're going to find something. Because you're going to find something and it's going to make you nuts. And so this is kind of, you know, self inflicted. 
But you either got to put it out of your mind or tell her, like, lose the spreadsheet program. But besides that, what am I? Just another statistic on the spreadsheet or am I the last one? Well, why don't you work on being the best? I mean, ain't a half the last. bad, but it wasn't. And the last. Uh, yeah, you could long sure. play it. You could long play it. Write a screenplay about it. Don't use real names. Then the movie premiere. Take her to go see it. I mean, that is aggressive. Got okay. inside information, you know, about all these I mean, relationships, listen, all these guys. If I can make a buck out of this whole situation, so why saying, not? I mean, it's been painful en- enough. Enterprising. I don't think well, that big of a deal. Jared, good luck on this one. But I do think, like, I, you opened up the can of worms because you started going through her stuff. But you know darn well that there is a chance you're going to see something you don't want to On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. In the middle of the week, Seacrest, Sisney, and Tanya here. Sunshine this morning, highs in the low 80s and mid 90s. We're going to pay your bills again here in just a second. And Tanya's a trending report on the way. Tanya, what are we getting into in a moment? Well, M. Rada is taking a stand for women and entering her B era. I'm here for it. I'm subscribing. And I'll explain. Who? M. Rada. Emily Radachowski. Oh, okay. I, I need full names. Well, Emrata. Everybody calls her Emrata. That's. I like, don't think mm-hmm. everybody calls her Emrata. Like everybody. Emily, does everybody does call like her Emrata? Called Emrata? Yeah. The majority uh, of people. Let me ask Tubbs. Tubbs, you, when she says Emrata, I have a friend named Rada Aurora. I was like, what about Rada? No, Rata. I R- didn't know who she was talking. All right. So about. But first, ask him if he knows who Emily Radatowski is. Yes. Well, that's my point. That's why oh. I'm saying use the uh, full name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not exclude Tubbs from knowing who we're talking. Now I only want to know if she's dating Brad Pitt. Well, yeah, this, they've been on a few dates. This could give you some clues. Okay, so that's coming up in just a moment. Earlier this morning on this World Teachers Day, we were talking about the morning hack and that most successful people never start their day by reading emails or replying to emails. And I find that so interesting that some of the most successful people in the world don't do it first thing. I find that, as we said in the morning, it's the best time for me to reply. Replying at night, I'm tired. And like y'all sent a bunch of emails about people coming up on the show and movies to uh, talk about and things like mm-hmm. that. And I think Sisney, I didn't read them. I just saw the reply in the one line that was like, yes, I loved it, I think, right? Yeah. But there was a mm-hmm. chain that right. came through last night. And I thought, you know, no one needs to deal with that till morning. <laughs> but now successful people deal with it at night, which is why you guys probably replied. Uh, I didn't read the chain. Is everything sorted? Uh, I think that's where I was left off. So who knows? <laughs> Amy sometimes Amy wants like one response and then she like runs with it. Yeah. I actually think Amy doesn't even care about our responses and she runs with it. <laughs> Maybe. There, there are times like that. Uh, okay, let's get to the trending report. So Emily Ratatowski. Yes. So she is weighing in on the controversy surrounding the Netflix movie Blonde. So there's uh, been a Marilyn lot of Marilyn Monroe movie? Yes. I had seen it. Friends of mine were telling me about yeah. it. The one with I Anna, watched it. Anna Diarmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of criticism surrounding this movie, in particular for filming Marilyn's death scene. And without getting into too much detail, she says that this is fetishizing fetishizing Marilyn Monroe's death. So Emily Ratatowski is, she's not taking this lightly, and she went off on her TikTok about it, and she said, another movie fetishizing female pain even in death. We love to fetishize female pain. We obsess over Diana's death, watch any CSI episode, and it's like this crazy fetish." 
fetishization of female pain and death. That's a really hard word to say. It really is, and I've never heard it conjugated like that. I know. Um, so she is suggesting that we as women need to stop this and we need to get angry because she's like, you can't fetishize anger. And so she proclaimed this as her era and she wants other women to join her in this movement and i'm totally here for it i am with you emrata i loved everything that she was saying um but an interesting little fact about this brad pitt is a one of the producers of this movie blonde yeah it's interesting that she's kind of going off on this that being that she's quote unquote dating him yeah or not or not because i'm like if you're dating him a subliminal response to right them not being together not subliminal but like a Response right, in right, some right, way. right, 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 right. Like a clap just, back without a clap back. I haven't seen the movie. I had heard mm-hmm. uh, some people have seen it, and they made up things. Like it wasn't all based. Like there were not, there was not documentation of certain things that might have happened in the movie. So things weren't made up in parts of the movie. But what did you think of the movie? You know, as a movie in itself, it is there's it's very very dark because it does show you Marilyn's life, and it's not pretty. Like it's very sad the way that movie portrays her life. And I mean, it's NC-17, so that gives you a little What does that even mean? That's not, not rated R. Rated so, R. I didn't even get the R rating. Yeah, oh, so it's oh, like, like worse than R. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's oh. like a little, it's graphic, and there's, there's it may, it may be too intense for some people to um, digest, I guess. And I think overall, like cinematically, I mean, I appreciate it as an art. So watch it, it may not be for you, but I did appreciate it as a movie. I tell you, I saw the documentary that Jessica Chastain narrated about Marilyn Monroe. Have you seen that? I think it might have been a CNN documentary. But it was very interesting. And she narrates the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I've not seen the movie, but I saw the documentary. It was a series. It was a short series about Marilyn Monroe. Give By it way, a try. Watch Blonde. I, feel I like, will. Yeah. But I, I just want to point out the bright star in this moment the person delivering this information who had to say fetishizing fetishization so many times. Feti- did you practice that <gasps> I, I, I can't even read the word and say it fetishization fetishizing fetishization fetishization wait fet- <laughs> hold on let's start with fetish okay fetish and yeah. then fetishizing fetishize fetishize yeah. Fe- no, I don't think it's fetishizing. We're fetis- fetishizing female pain. Fetishizing and yeah. fetishization. Yes. Good on you for getting that. I wanted out. to do at her TikTok, and I was like trying to, and I was like, forget it. <laughs> I thought, I mean, if it were me, I would have said, could someone else please try and read this? <laughs> and thank you for doing it. All right. It was CNN reframed Marilyn Monroe. Mark Stelmy was the doc I saw. Mm-hmm. You should see that too after you saw Blonde. Yeah. So, yeah. Ali Makovsky is joining us here on Zoom, but I just want to have her hold for a minute because I got to bring you back up to speed on this. She started on our show when I first started here in 2004 doing a call, crank calls, under the name Lil Ali. And here's what they sounded like. Yeah, can I get a wake up call for tomorrow morning? Where are you at? I'm in bed. Well, that doesn't help. Well, what do you mean, where am I at? Where am I going to give you a wake up call at? Oh, my house. So she was calling a hotel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like being out in Los Angeles and people going, oh, I love Lil Ali. She's my favorite thing. I'm yeah. looking for an auto insurance policy. What is your name? My name's Ali. My dad said it would be too expensive. Okay, how old are you? Well, I'm 10. Well, then you can't get an auto quote. You don't, you don't have a driver's license. Well, he lied to me then. What do you mean? Because for Christmas, 
I asked for the new Barbie Corvette. Oh, stop it. And he said I couldn't get it because the insurance was too much. (laughs) (laughs) So she was doing that way back when she was 10 or 11 years old. Now she's 27 and she's a successful stand-up comedian. And she's got a show in Irvine tonight. So you can, like... See her perform live. Here is some of her stand-up. I learned a lot from watching murder shows. Um, I learned recently that I should never start my day like any other. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you've seen a murder show, but what normally happens is if a white woman starts her day like any other, (laughs) she is murdered later that day. Uh, great how sound did you quality. Meet, how did Mark, you meet her? Where did we put the microphone in the back of the other room? <laughs> from her Instagram. Um, oh, that's why. Her cadence is great. I don't. I have to ask her. I think maybe she called into the show. It had to have been that. She called into the show, and she just was so charming that we yeah. thought, let's try and have a segment born out of it. And she did it for years. and was brilliant, and people yeah. loved it. I mean, it made me laugh every time. And she did these calls on a regular basis, and people loved hearing Lil Alley. And she was 10 or 11 years old back then. Now, she's 27 and a stand-up comedian joining us. I know, right? I can't even believe it, Allie. How are you? I'm good. As soon as you said 27, I was like, oh, my goodness. No. (laughs) What do you remember about making those calls at such a young age? You were, like, famous here at 10 years old. Yeah. I mean, I was, I think I was six when I first called you guys and ended up getting the job completely randomly. And I have such vivid memories of all of it. Um, Yeah. I remember getting picked up from school early and getting to go to the studio. And I felt like such a superstar. Everyone's like, everyone at school was like, Allie's going to Hollywood. Allie's going to Hollywood to talk to Ryan. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. And I'm not doing my homework. Well, we were talking about how it all started. And I think it started organically because you had called in early on. And then we're like, this girl's so charming and so funny. And then we just started these calls and they really worked. I remember you guys uh, described me using the word precocious, and I was like, I'm six years old. I don't know what that means. I hope it's a good (laughs) thing. Um, But yeah, I remember I called randomly. I asked my sister what to say on the radio, and she was like, ask for Britney Spears tickets. (laughs) So I I asked. You made me sing a song. I sang Toxic (laughs) at six years old. I'm singing about the taste of your lips. And... uh, (laughs) And then you said that you had American Idol tickets, not Britney Spears tickets. And I was like, I'll only go if they're VIP, Ryan. Like that. Exactly. At six years old. (laughs) And then then you're like, you were like, where are your parents? And I was like, I don't know. It's seven in the morning. I'm like, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) So when did you start stand up? So um, I I blame it all on on you. I I didn't realize that there was a career opportunity out of making prank phone calls and you can't become a lawyer after that. So uh, I, I, I got the idea in high school. I started watching a lot of comedy. I would use my sister's ID to get into the comedy clubs and uh, and I just fell in love with it. So I did my first open mic right after high school and I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I'm going to play a little clip of uh, some of your stand-up here. I went to the pharmacy the other day, and they said my prescription was going to be $73. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Um, 
I kind of like this yeast infection. <laughs> wow. I've grown I, up, I Ryan. I have not heard that yet. I've grown up, Ryan. I was not... these clips up. That's so good. I mean, it's like so true. So true. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm not little Allie anymore. I'm very much adult Allie now. Well, all right, here's more adult Allie. I don't know what this clip is. I'm just watching murder shows on my computer. That's all I do, yeah. Who wooed? Woman, woo! Women love murder when it's not happening to us. One of our favorite genres. <laughs> so how do you so come true. up with the material? Just real life. <laughs> Just real life. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting to talk a lot about my family. I, I don't know if you remember my dad, but he's a very Thank interesting you. guy. So just trying to pull from real things and feelings and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a weird process, but sometimes I'll just say something in conversation and someone will laugh and I'll be like, maybe there's something, there's something to, to that. that. Yeah. Also your delivery. Uh, your delivery, in a way, is you have the same sort of delivery as you, you always did. You have the same did. cadence from when you were a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. There's something like a little bit, a little bit slow, a little mumbly. Everyone always asks me where I'm from. And I'm like, I'm from Long Beach. And they're like, we thought you were from like the Midwest or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just, yeah, there's, it's an interesting delivery. So <laughs> I love you, it. you've got a show uh, at the Irvine Improv tomorrow night. Tickets at Ali, A-L-I Makovsky, M-A-C-O-F-S-K-Y.com. Are you doing a lot of different shows? Yeah, I'm I'm going everywhere. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in Seattle. Um, a lot of stuff on the East Coast coming up. So yeah, I'm kind of everywhere. It's Congratulations. Fun. It's so cool yeah. to be... I'm literally sitting in the same place I've been sitting for 20 years. <laughs> and you, you've made a whole life and career out of what you started here. I'm so happy for you. I am so happy for you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank I, you. Uh, yeah, I, I love getting to have that story. It's like, you know, when people, you first meet someone and they're like, what's a fun fact about you? I'm like, oh, I got a good one. <laughs> I got a good one. <laughs> well, we'll be sure to keep following you and uh, stay close and, you know, keep it up, Ali. It's so great to see you. Congratulations. Good to see you too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I mean, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. She was six years old, calls in. Then she does that segment, I guess, for years. And now, literally, off writing her own material. And she's funny. She's She should have a special. Yeah. A stand-up special. Yeah. Like on Netflix. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Taylor Tomlinson. Taylor Tomlinson, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I, they're like the same age. Yeah. Isn't Taylor 26 talking about being 25 or 26? Mm-hmm. Well, and it'd be cool to have like a little documentary behind it because is there any like video of her going into the studio and recording those? She used to get checked out of school before that, like, there were cell phones. You know what I mean? Like the fact that she couldn't record that stuff from home. Like he had to, she had to drive to Hollywood no, from Long I, Beach. Actually, not only that, I think we picked her up. <laughs> I think we sent car wow. services sometimes to pick her up to come in. Yeah. And it'd always be like we have to talk to her dad to get the... On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tubbs, bring in your favorite guest of the day. On Hump Day Helper Day. So we got in this conversation about uh, romance in your relationships and wondering, do we know what we're doing? Or do we just take it all from TV and movies and assume we're doing it right and well? Right, we can really always be students. Well, I think, you know, we're taught so many things, but one of the most important things in life is 
being connected with your partner mm-hmm. and making them smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. Very, very difficult to talk about this on the air. Tanya, we can't giggle the right through words. this segment. No, okay? no, no, no this giggles is what here. Keeps, this is what keeps <laughs> relationships together, right? Mm-hmm. The intimacy and the communication of the intimacy. Yeah, the fireworks. And Evan Mark Katz is joining us right now. He's a dating coach as part of our uh, Hump Day Helper segment, which is clearly later in the morning after school starts. Uh, Coach, how are you? Great to be here, Ryan. I'm, I'm I'm really excited. I got some good questions to answer for you today. Okay, good. Well, these are from people listening. Uh, now, you call yourself a personal trainer for smart, successful, strong women. Over thirteen thousand women have graduated from Love You. What is that? It's a six months course that I have for women who are struggling to fix their broken man picker. Man picker. Oh, you mean they're yeah. choosing the wrong guys? Oh, wow. Uh, you, could, you could be the world's greatest person, but if you shack up with the wrong person, you have no future. So uh, getting the decision right early on is going to save you a lot of trouble in the future. And how is it you know all this? A lot of trial and error in practice. Uh, <laughs> dating in L.A. for about 10 years. I've now been married for 15 years, coaching for 20. So I've helped a lot of women. Wow. All right, l- let's get to some of the questions because we're going to do these uh, Hump Day Helper segments about anything in your romance, anything in your intimacy uh, category, department, any- anything you want to ask about. We'll try to get somebody on to answer it. So this is from the 661. It says, uh, my ex and I ended very badly two years ago, but I still have his location on my phone. I check it often and then spiral about who he might be with, oh. if he's at dinner or a movie or something. Why am I like this? How do I move on? Good question. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, there's no great value in beating yourself up for being human. Uh, wondering about the past is normal. Everybody's going to go online and cyber stalk an ex. I think the key phrase from what she wrote is, my ex and I ended very badly, <laughs> right? Wow. So to, to, to invest a lot of time fantasizing about something where you already know it's dead in the water, her best move would be to try to look forward and find someone else. And when you have a happy relationship, you're not going to be obsessing about your ex where things ended badly. Mm, that's true. And Just remove him from your location. But that's the thing. When you have that there or you're still following them uh, or you're yeah. looking at their Instagram, it's torch self-torture. I know. This is from Leah in Eagle Rock. I need advice on how to stop having a giant crush on a coworker, we work in a classroom all day together and get along so well. Oh. We're both married. Oh. I would never act on this, but I find myself fantasizing about him. I would never jeopardize my marriage and act on it, but I can't stop thinking about it. This is, this is um, I, I'm, I'm sort of sensing a theme um, with these questions where, where people want things that are not meant to be, or things that are, that are taboo. And so, uh, you know, Leah also needs to recognize it's, it's, it's human to have crushes on other people just because you're married doesn't mean you stop having eyes. It doesn't mean you stop having feelings. Uh, at the same time, if you're, if you're presumably happily married, you have to recognize that having a crush on someone is easy. Um, think of the dozens, hundreds of people that you've had crushes on. None of them had the happy ending that you wanted except for the person you married. So what we have to do is kind of kill the fantasy that if she did anything with this guy, that it would go anywhere. It would, it would be an obvious disaster if she were to act on it that she's already recognized. So just realize that like a, it's just a dopamine spike to have a crush on someone. She could even enjoy it as long as she recognizes it for what it is. So is there guilt in what she's feeling right now, you think, or not? I think she's probably feeling guilt, but 
guilt is also like a self-imposed emotion. You only feel guilty if you think you're doing something wrong. Right. So you're lighting up around someone who you find attractive. Uh, that's okay. I think the key is whether you're going to act on it. And it sounds like her morality is in the right place. So, mm. you know, in a best case scenario, she could avoid temptation, right? But she says she's in a classroom with them all day. I don't, I don't, I don't think she needs mm. to go to the higher ups and quit her job because of this. So I think she could probably channel this into enjoying the crush and recognizing it for what it is sort of uh, uh, something that, that reminds her of this part of her that was single once upon a time. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like people tend to pathologize crushes and, and turn them into something bad. They're only bad if you act on them. Okay. Our hump day helper, Evan Mark Katz with us. All right. Well, I know he's got more, but we're out of time for this segment. So thank you very much for coming on personal trainer. He says for smart, strong, successful women, over 13,000 women have graduated from his love. You six month course. that helps women understand men and find love. Mm. EvanMarkCats.com. By the way, if you're listening to this segment and there are any questions you have for a segment like this, we'll rotate different people. You can text us, 41027. But I would imagine that with every situation and story that we've talked about, somebody listening's in that situation as well. Uh, thank you, Coach Evan, for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Right. So do you agree, Sissini, that you can have eyes for someone? No. I, don't, I, that, that, I was very taken aback from that. Yeah, that would hurt my feelings. But also, like, you still recognize attractive men. It's fine to recognize that someone is attractive. I don't know about having a crush Crush. on somebody and not acting on it. Like, especially someone that you work with every single day. I know, that's so close. I don't think that's healthy. It's not like the celebrity whatever list, right? I mean, that's like too close for comfort. I agree. I mean, I don't think think that's... I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I'm uncomfortable I, during these segments. Yeah. No, this is good because who knows? I know. That's like, why it's good. Yeah. That, so I'm saying I like, liked it. I liked it too. Mm-hmm. But it's that same thing of like, oh, no. What's, uh, I know. How does he know? But he's telling us. How yeah. does he know? Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Well, next uh, week, Tubbs, feel free to text in 41027. No, he made it seem like every married person has a crush. And I was like, hmm. Well, he's, yes, generalizing, I guess. Uh, Michaela on our staff was interested in trying different dating apps to try and meet somebody here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Then we saw this one and we thought, let's understand this first before she tries this one. It's called <laughs> Field, F-E-E-L-D. Correct, yeah. And what, what's the concern? <laughs> well, I feel like this hour is kind of like the risque hour at this point. Hey, it's hump day helper hour. It's, it's the kinky hour. Oh. Um so Field is a dating app that's kind of similar to, I guess you can say Tinder and Bumble, but with one major difference. It's designed for more than just, I guess we can say vanilla dating. If you're single or if you're a couple looking to explore and invite others into the bedroom, Field may be the app for you. And who's on Field? People who want to... Singles and couples are on Field. Oh, so Swingers. the third wheel... And the couple that wants the third wheel. Correct. So we, we're like, Michaela, maybe she we're like, maybe don't try this yeah, one. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Her <laughs> mom listens. As a married woman, I can never imagine Michael and I ever like deciding like to ever jump on an app like this and being like bored enough to invite somebody into our bedroom. But if you're single and you're interested in a couple, you can see they're both of their profiles. So you both create a profile and then you basically it'll show that you guys are a couple, but you also have individual profiles. 
And then you will show a potential match with another person that wants to join in your well, thruple, essentially. And how do you measure whether people are on this and its popularity or not? What do you mean it's popularity? Well, you never really know. How do you know how many people are doing this? It's based on uh, bigger cities. You're going to have more success rate versus a smaller town. But have any of us gotten into it and gotten on it to see what's really happening on it? I'd be no. afraid to get on it. But the article that I researched last night, this person tried it for six months. And so they really and did kind of get into it. it. Like they, they actively, through? yeah, they actively were, were trying it. And what they realized was that when you're in a big city, you actually have more success rate versus a small town. Well, you're not going to have people. many people. Yeah, exactly. So, because this, this person it, that did the investigative journalism went and followed through with the opportunities and, and and said that felt very safe and oh. you know and it was it was it says it's just like tinder or bumble but it's just a different type of kinkiness if that's what you're into to each their own sort of speak yeah to each their own not for me not for me but field your own adventure play on player top is very quiet <laughs> tops is downloading the app <laughs> are you looking for the wi-fi <laughs> Uh, you'd think people would want to do it anonymously too, but can you do that? I, I don't know. You can do it anonymously. I think if probably because there was the more I read, uh, you could make it so that you don't connect it to like your social media accounts. Like you could make it so that you doesn't connect to your Facebook and you do kind of like keep Look. those people out of this because if you, I feel like this is so you might want to keep this a secret if this, this is the is type such of love life that you want to explore. Better way than like doing it in real life and like approaching somebody rogue because I remember there was this couple at the gym a few years ago and they were like, I feel like they were like scouting me out and it was very weird. And so it's like, if there's a place- but Did like, you feel that way or was that really happening? No, it was like really happening. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sometimes and, it's like people check you out and go, oh, I think they're scoping me. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this couple and they were like, it was very obvious. But um, I think it's better to have like an app. So like, you know, if you're going on there, this is like what you're, you know, you're down. So there's an, I guess there's a universal sign that I have heard that if you put your pineapple upside down in your grocery yes. cart, it means you're interested in this. Yep. I know. Is I that forgot true? about that. Yeah. Like you put really... your pineapple upside down and that means you're scouting a third wheel? Yep. Like I really used to love pineapples and it really like killed them for me you know, i like, still can enjoy a pineapple yeah, just it's just like right carry it right up. side up yeah yeah but like i don't want to like de decorate with them now i also I feel like no that's your own insecurity all right you don't yeah like, it you is pineapple for all of it garden gnomes wanna... too are like a thing oh garden gnomes upside down or no, just in your front door just, just in, in your, your yeah just in your garden you want to when you're walking the neighborhood think about that when you're pushing the stroller in your neighborhood and you see garden gnomes oh my god what do they say about wheelbarrows <laughs> wheelbarrows. That's so <laughs> what I I, I'm just asking. I heard the wheelbarrow thing. No, too. you did not. I'm on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us. Join us tomorrow morning. We're back at it early. Painter bills all day long, and we have a Ryan's Roses tomorrow. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.